Welcome to the Fat Transfer Podcast. Here we have conversations on fitness and business. The goal of this podcast is simple, to inspire us to live healthy lives while we build successful businesses. I'm your host, Tommy Rotimi. I'm an award-winning fashion entrepreneur and the creative director of Exclamations by Tommy Rotimi, a proudly Nigerian premium ready-to-wear brand I founded almost two decades ago. I'm also the author of the best-selling book, Fat Transfer from Waistline to Bottom Line, a book of life lessons on fitness and business. This podcast is inspired by my book. You can get it on Amazon or on my website, www.tomirotimi.com in both e-copy and hard copy. Also, you can subscribe for this podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. Now, let's shrink our waistlines and grow our bottom lines, one conversation at a time. Hello. Welcome back to my podcast, another Thursday, another podcast. Wow, I have something really interesting I want to talk about today. Last week, we talked about hiring yourself and firing yourself in our quest to be better entrepreneurs. I think I talked a little bit more about hiring yourself, which is all about doing more, but more of the right things. Um, and the whole process of onboarding yourself, you know, onto that new task or activity and, you know, being qualified to do what it is you want to do. But today I want to talk about what I think is even more important. And that's the other half of that title, which is firing yourself. I believe this is probably the most important thing uh, a growing business can do for itself or you as an entrepreneur can do for your growing business. Firing yourself essentially is doing less. It's taking yourself out of the mundane tasks and investing your energy, your time and money in doing more strategic functions. But the truth of the matter is most of us know that even though these mundane tasks are mundane, they are important in the life of the business and it is also important that the right people are are in that in the role of performing those tasks the right person may not always be you and even if the right person is you it should only be for a season how do you fire yourself why should you fire yourself what are the disadvantages of doing too much People who need to fire themselves, first of all, have to realize that they are doing too much. I speak for myself, and I know most entrepreneurs are on this table. Most of us are doing too much within our businesses. We are too involved. We are hands-on in virtually everything. In virtually everything that goes on in the business, we are there. And while that is good for a season, We need to grow past that and be more mature business owners, building more mature businesses where we can empower other people to take on some of these tasks so that we can 
we can actually invest our time in more strategic roles and more strategic functions. So I'm going to start first of all by trying to convince you that doing too much is not good for you. And I use the word doing too much because some of us don't realize that it's a bad thing. We are celebrated for being so hardworking and we are celebrated for doing so much within our businesses. We are even celebrated for being exhausted, for being burnt out, for being overwhelmed. These things might seem noble, but they are detrimental to our health, our personal health and well-being, and more certainly detrimental to the business itself, to the health of the business. So I'm going to talk a little bit, just breeze over five reasons why doing too much, and I call it doing too much because that is what it is. Why doing too much is bad for you. Number one, doing too much causes us to be less focused. A business owner who is not focused is going to keep running around in circle without achieving much. Focus is the only thing that truly delivers success. We need to invest our time and energy on a goal, on a task, on an activity, and we need to do this consistently over a decent period of time before we begin to see results. If you are running up and down like a headless chicken, doing a thousand and one things and not getting any of them done, time will go by, but nothing will be achieved. So take a look at your roster of activities and consider which one of these you should focus on. Number two, doing too much causes us to undervalue and underutilize our team. This is so important. When you hire somebody to do something and you don't let them do it, when you hire somebody to do something and you don't allow them to grow within that role, you don't allow them to experience other things, this is what happens when you are trying to do everybody's task yourself because you suddenly believe that you are the best at it. Those who, have, who you have actually employed to do the task begin to feel undervalued and underutilized. Those who don't feel undervalued and underutilized are bad hires who are lazy and are comfortable getting paid for doing nothing. These type of people are toxic to your business and they should not be there in the first place. But when you do too much and they actively see you doing too much, doing what they should be doing, the good ones should look at leaving you. Number three, it leads to overwhelm. Doing too much leads to overwhelm. Overwhelm is the number one cause of anxiety and other mental health challenges as well. When you are overwhelmed, you are not going to be able to perform at your best. Overwhelm is something we should avoid desperately. And when you do too much, you are on your path, you're on the path to overwhelm because we are not wired to carry on too much. We all have capacity to do a certain amount of tasks, both mentally and physically. When you do beyond your capacity, which is what you do when you do too much, then you are actually risking your health and your mental well-being. If that mind should crack 
or break. We all know how difficult it is to get it back on track. Number four, it stifles the growth of your business. Takes us back to the issue of focus. When your business is not focused, it's a reflection of you as a business owner, a business leader, and the visionary not being focused. You know, if you're doing something, if you take on a task, you, you are not able to think of other things that may even be better suited for you to, to, to take on. Your mind has a limited room space. Let me put it that way. There's limited room in your mind. So if you're thinking of A or B, it's unlikely you'll be able to think of C and D. So declutter your mind. To declutter your mind, you must first of all let go of those mundane tasks, those activities that are not strategic. If you don't do this, if you don't focus your energies on the activities that will actually move your business forward, business development activities, relationship building activities, strategic activities, if you don't focus your mind on those, instead focusing your mind on mundane tasks that other people should be doing, your business will not move forward. And you can't do it all. So you have to choose. The moment you let go of the mundane, you've made room for the more strategic. So let go of the mundane so that you can make room for the more strategic, right? Uh, number five, doing too much. Being that business owner that does too much makes your business less attractive to high level talent makes you less attractive to high level talent because high level talent needs to be engaged and they know this the more you present yourself as the only person that can perform almost everything within your business the less you are likely to attract people who are forward thinking who are innovators who are self-motivators and these are the kind of personalities you need within your business to move forward so those are the five things I hope have convinced you that this doing too much within your business is not good for business. I hope that has convinced you. So now let's go straight into how you can begin to fire yourself. First of all, I think I need to clarify. I'm not saying you need to retire. The reality is most of us, most of us listening to this right now, we are not necessarily at the place in our business where it's time for us to retire but being strategic about taking yourself out of certain roles you know puts you in the path of retirement whenever that may be so i'm not telling you to retire i'm telling you to invest your energies more strategically energy is a limited resource just like time and money so you can't spread yourself too thin if you try to, then you are joking with your health and you're joking with overwhelm, which is something we have talked about not doing right. Okay, so let's go back to how to fire yourself. The first thing I want you to do if you are considering firing yourself is to write down all the activities that um, you actually do within your business. All the activities that you are involved in within your in your business from the mundane to the strategic and everything in between everything you believe that you you do you are involved in put that down 
These will eventually form job descriptions when you try to, when you begin the task of um, replacing yourself, right? But the first thing to, for you to do is write everything down. Second of all, look at that list. What are the roles within or the functions or the activities on that roster that you consider most enjoyable? You know, I talk about how this podcast is about us becoming more wholesome people, more wholesome business owners. And at the heart of that is people that enjoy their business. I'm, I'm glad that I'm one of those people now. I wasn't always that type of person. I enjoy my business, but getting to this point where I can categorically say I enjoy my business took time. I was one of those people that was doing everything within, within their businesses, both the things I enjoyed, both the things I had capacity for and the things I didn't, both the things I enjoyed and the things I struggled with, both the things I was skilled for and the things I wasn't. I bought into the lie that I had to have my finger and my hands in everything. I had to be in control of everything. And it really caused me to um, detest my business at a point. And several times I considered dropping it all and saying, you know what, this is too much, I can't do this anymore. Um, of course, it affected my health, and that's what led me into my fitness journey, which I speak extensively about in my book, Fat Transfer from Westline to Bottom Line. Uh, but anyway, when I started to focus on those activities I actually enjoy and made those part of my daily routine and activities, I began to enjoy my business more. But what that meant was I had to let go of those activities I was not naturally suited for or skilled for or had the temperament for, right? But I had to acknowledge that. So after, after writing down everything that you do within your business, then take note of the activities that you consider most enjoyable. And these are the ones we want to do more of and build more activities and more roles within that for ourselves. Number three, I want you to list down the roles that you know you have to delegate. We are all adults, you know. You know the, the roles you don't have, the skills, the temperament, the personality, all the time for. You know, those roles that take a lot of your time, they are time consuming. Those roles that need minimal training, that all you need to do to empower somebody else is just train them a little bit, invest a bit in training them, and they'll be empowered to free you and to do more you know, um, of, of those activities. And by so doing, become more valuable members of your team. Those roles that can be replaced with technology, consider investing in the technology so that you take yourself out of the picture. And you know, once you replace a role with technology, within reason, of course, depending on what the role is, you become a little bit more efficient. That task gets done faster and better, right? And of course, those roles that need some special skills or talent that you do not possess. These are the roles that you must consider outsourcing, delegating, or hiring for. This is the beginning of your freedom and the beginning of your journey to being a wholesome entrepreneur, a more efficient entrepreneur, and an entrepreneur that enjoys their work. If you don't enjoy your work, 
it's most likely that you need to fire yourself from certain roles and do more of those things that you are best suited for and more of those things that are more strategic. Next thing you need to do, number four on the list of things to do to fire yourself, start. Start to hire for the role. Like I said, hiring for the role may not necessarily be hiring from the outside. Hiring from the role could be hiring from within. Look for people within your organization that are underutilized and begin to add value to them by giving them more to do. It will involve training them. It will be involve uh, mentoring them. But it's something you need to start doing. There are people within your organization that are underutilized and they are getting paid for doing less than they should. So take a look at your team and take note of those people who have the raw ingredient. What I say to people is that the most important um, requirement for me for hiring is being teachable. If somebody is teachable and I have what it takes to teach, I consider them more valuable than somebody with all the degrees. So look at the people within your team who have proven to be teachable, who have done well by what they have been given to do. If they have that raw ingredient, then all you need to do to add value to them and by extension add value to your business is to invest a bit in training. But if you've looked at your team and there's nobody within that team who can do what it is you want them to do, you know, in terms of these roles that you need to delegate, then start to look at outsourcing. There are people who don't have to be full-time members of staff, but who can take some roles off you. You know, outsourcing for me is just a genius idea. You get all the benefits without a hassle of having these people as full-time staff, right? They come in and they do what they need to do as at when it is needed to do whether they are on a, a contract of some sort or you call them on a project basis. Outsourcing gives you access to talent and to capacity that is trained and capable. So consider outsourcing some roles. Some of us need to outsource our social media. We need to outsource some, some part of our production um, process. We need to outsource some part of our admin process. Now you can even outsource out of the country. So we now have access to talent even outside of our shores. These things are doable, right? Just go online. Some of us need to hire virtual assistants to handle some of our admin work and some of our social media um, work. Go online, Google virtual assistants. There are many platforms now that you can find virtual assistants who can help you do what you need to do. For some people, I find that if you've had a, a, a staff who has worked for you in the past and is no longer working for you now for whatever reason, you can actually hire them on a project by project basis or outsource some of the things to them. This is something I've, I've done and I still do. You know, some members of my team who had to leave for whatever reason, you know, some had to leave for personal reasons. Some it was just a season in their lives where they needed to leave. But because we had such a great relationship, I keep outsourcing some functions to them because I have trained them and they have the capacity to do it. You know, so don't burn your bridges. Don't get upset when somebody needs to leave you. Sometimes, you know, 
talked to them and said, okay, you know what, you need to leave, but is it possible for you to give me three hours a week, right? Is it possible for you to come in um, once a week? Is it possible for me to outsource this particular task to you? Most people are open to making more money. It's very likely that um, the answer will be yes, just like it has been with me, right? Last word on firing yourself. And I think this is the most important one I'm going to say. When you do begin to delegate, when you do begin to outsource, when you do begin to hire, please don't buy into the lie that you are the only one who can do this task well. You are good at what you do for one reason, one primary reason, amongst all other things, one primary reason. You are good at this role because you have experience and you've invested a lot of time in doing this. Most of us learn by doing. I dare say all of us learn by doing. Expertise is developed by doing. The more you do, the better you get at it. The more you do, the more you learn. If you are the only one doing, you are the only one learning. If you are the only one learning, then you are the only one gaining any kind of expertise with this task. And then you are going to be the only one burnt out. You will notice that people within your team who have developed expertise, they've done so by being hands-on. It wasn't really about their degrees. That has its place. You see that they've come into your organization because they've gained expertise elsewhere and then they are using that expertise to your benefit or they are people within your organization who have been with you for the longest and they've gained expertise but in terms of you you are the visionary you started this thing from from day one you shouldn't expect that people who have been with you for a year two years suddenly have your know-how a lot of what you do now is intuitive because you've done it for so long. That is not something you can buy. It's not even something you can transfer. It's something that has to be learned from doing. So if you are doing it all, you are learning it all. And you are not giving your team members the, the opportunity to learn from experience. Right? So you have to be patient with whoever it is you are delegating this role to. I find that this is the number one problem most business owners have when it comes to human resource management. This is the number one problem. You know, I had a conversation with a friend of mine who runs a chain of stores. He's also in the business of fashion. And he was complaining to me about his team members. And he's always complaining about how um, his employees are not able to close deals at the level that he can. They are not able to close deals with high net worth customers or even deals that he thinks are low hanging fruits. And he's constantly complaining. And the last time we had a conversation, I said to him, this is unfair. It's unfair that you think your employee of two years should be at par with you when it comes to marketing. You know what you know because you've been doing all this for all this while. You need to invest in training these people or even hiring people with the expertise. 
but to expect that they will have the intuition that you do is unfair. So I, I advised him to invest in training his team and more importantly, to be clearer about their roles and how they fit into that role. You know, and he, he felt almost like a burden had been lifted off his shoulder because he couldn't understand why his people were not performing. But it was like a light bulb moment for him that, number one, they're not a right fit. Number two, I know what I know because I've been doing this for so long. So if you want these people, your team members, if you want them to, to operate at the level you do, you have to give them time. So while you will, when you fire yourself, you will need to adapt to the fact that things are not going to change in a hurry, except you want to invest a lot of money in high-level staff. Things are not going to change in a hurry. Your team members are going to learn, and learning involves making mistakes, trying, failing, trying again. That's what learning is. And you have to be patient with your team members if you want them to be able to rise to the occasion. Right. I think we're done. That's it. That's it. So a quick recap. Firing yourself has advantages. Doing too much has disadvantages. If you want to be effective within your organization, if you want to be a wholesome entrepreneur, you need to begin to consider letting go of mundane activities and embracing more strategic ones. You need to understand that doing too much leads to overwhelm. Overwhelm leads to anxiety. Anxiety does lead to mental health challenges. You need to realize that your team members may be underutilized and undervalued. And doing too much makes them feel undervalued, which is not good for business. And of course, you need to begin to do more of those things you enjoy and more of those roles that are strategic for the growth of your business. Finally, you need to be patient with your team. You need to be patient with your team in the process of firing yourself and engaging your team members more. You need to be patient with them because most of what you know is from experience. Remember, we learn from doing. We learn from doing. The more you do, the more you learn, the more you gain expertise. So that's it for today. Please listen to this over and over again and share with your network. I'll be back next Thursday with another episode of Fat Talks. Thank you for listening.